702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Six minutes before seven and this Africa report is brought to you by SAA. The ones who fly SAA's growing route network are now flying to Blantyre, Lilongwe, Vic Falls and Vintuk. Time to catch up with stories from the continent. Crystal Orderson, a very good morning to you. Uh, and the line just dropped there. I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> Let's try and get Crystal Orderson back on the line. We will be, of course, observing Africa Day is uh, tomorrow, the 25th of May. May. And I wonder if you're one of those people that does dress up for what should really be a special day of celebration for all of us on the continent, no matter where you are. Crystal, I was, and the line just dropped there. I tell you what, we're going to try and get her back on the line. Load shedding, you know how these things work. Um, lines can easily drop even if you don't plan for that. Um, Crystal Orderson, as I was saying just a moment ago, it is Africa Day tomorrow, and this is a day that I think ought to be observed and celebrated throughout the continent. Are you one of those, Crystal, who dresses up on Africa Day? I dress up every day for Africa Day. Um, <laughs> Good morning. I don't think one day, but I do think it's an it's easy day to yeah. remind us all of the significance of the role. And yes, Bulgani, we talk about it every week. There are challenges, but I don't think it should take away from the ethos of what the continent means for all of us, right? When we all come together. All right. A ceasefire agreement in Sudan. Does this signal an end uh, to the conflict? There's some fatigue, perhaps, for both the army and the RSF? Believe it or not, no fatigue, Bongani. So the ceasefire came into place Monday evening, rather late. And... Um, of course, residents were hoping, you know, this is the moment to get water, to get food. Um, there's about $30 million of aid, of food, and unfortunately, Bongani, no such thing. Um, so it's been heavy fighting across the city. Um, and so there was hope because this ceasefire is the first to include a kind of monitoring mechanism involving the army and the RSF, as well as um, representatives from U the US and um, Saudi Arabia. They, of course, brokered um, the agreement last week after talks in Jeddah. Um, and we were told that, you know, if there's any alleged violations of the ceasefire, it will be investigated by this monitoring uh, mechanism. But the reality on the ground is, as my colleague in Khartoum reminded me again, do they even understand what the ceasefire means? Because as soon as there's agreement, fighters on the ground just start shooting. So in essence, Bongani, so you have these talks happening, but then on the ground, the soldiers are just simply doing their, their own thing. And what's also interesting, Bongani, so we see now there's large-scale looting happening now. For instance, the UN said that more than um, 7,000 7, metric tons of food stored at the world um, Food program was simply looted. This is this amounts to more than ten million dollars. And then there's also the issue coming out of Ghana, the lucrative mineral resources. So last year, um, Sudan exported about two billion dollars of gold. They're actually Africa's third largest gold producer after Ghana and South Africa. And now what you're finding is that these armed treasure hunters also entering this. Um, you know, this conflict, which is really just not good news. And so now I think for Ghani, there needs to be added international pressure, especially from the African Union, for the army and RSF to really adhere to the ceasefire.
calls as we mark uh, the founding of the a- the OAU uh, this month, Africa Day tomorrow. This fragile peace barely holding in Sudan. What are our leaders doing? They want to broker peace in the Ukraine. What's happening in Maputo? I was there for New Year's, but now there's restrictions to beaches. Yes, unfortunately, Bungani. So the authorities in Maputo say that the high crime rate um, has forced them to close beaches from um, 7 at night until 5 a.m. Um, you know, they are, of course, having um, at the different hotspots, they do have police um, posts, but they say that over the years, unfortunately, um, violent crime is rising and rather to protect everyone, they're closing the beaches at night. So very unfortunate because Maputo, of course, is a popular spot for um, Mzanzi and for others. Um, and so we do hope that the authorities will be able to find that by closing the beaches, they've got less crime or they actually come up with another solution. Crystal Alderson with this morning's Africa Report.